Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Wednesday, the 12th of April. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts or ideas in this podcast. All right, well, let's kick off the day, as always, with the scores on the doors. And for last night's session, the Dow Jones, not a very exciting session, I must admit. We do have March CPI numbers coming out uh, from the US Wednesday and FOMC minutes as well, the big focus. So not an awful lot stirring before that. The Dow Jones closing up 98 points or 0.29%. 33,685. It had a high of 195 up and a low of zip, zero. So neither up nor down. The Nasdaq was down 52 points or 0.43%, 12,032. And the S&P 500 unchanged, 4,109. Fixed volatility index up 0.7 of a percent with ASX 200 SPY futures. Up another 25 points or 0.34% building on yesterday's 91 point rise. So a pretty good rise yesterday. Banks and miners both coordinating uh, to push higher. Um, And also it looks as if we're going to get a little bit of a push higher as well today. So that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. US stocks, we had Apple down 0.8, Meta down 0.4, Google down 1%. Microsoft down 2.3, Amazon down 2.2, Nestle, uh, Tesla rather up 1.2%, Netflix down 0.2, US banks reporting season kicks off for US banks on Friday, JP Morgan up half percent, Citi up 1.5, Goldman up 0.7, Bank of America had a good day, 2.8% better, Wells Fargo had a 1.9% rise, and Block, the artist formerly known as Square, was pretty much unchanged. ExxonMobil up 0.7, General Motors down 0.9 of a percent in overseas trade. The US 10-year uh, up 1.7 basis points, nothing shaking there. 3.43, two-year up 2.5 basis points, 4.03. The Aussie 10 at 3.25%. Bitcoin pushed through $30,000 US. The Aussie dollar 66.52, going nowhere in a hurry. And the US dollar index down 0.36 of a percent. European markets firm, stock 600 up 0.6, FTSE up 0.6, Germany up 0.4, France up 0.9. Looking across to commodities, we had the oil price better, back up 1.3% for Brent crude, 85.49, up $1.12. WTI up $1.75, up above 80 bucks, 81.49. Up 2.2%. Gold back above $2,000 US an ounce. $13.20 up 2,003.2. In other commodities last night, we saw copper up 0.7%. Nickel had a good bounce, but it does tend to bounce all over the place. 3.9% better. Aluminium down 2%. Zinc down 1.2%. Lead down 1.1%. And tin down 2.3%. Iron ore, slightly firmer yesterday, up 1.1%. Coal, though, down 2.8%. And lithium continues to stumble, down another 2.3%. No end in sight there. 
for the lithium route. BHP in ADR terms up nearly 4%, 3.96. Rio up 3.6%. Freeport Moran up 2.5. Alcar up 2.1. Tech up 3.4. Al- Anglo American up 4.2. Glencore up 3.3. Vale up 6.8. And Arbamal up around 1%. CBA was up about 0.6 of a percent in overseas trade. European banks as well, slightly firmer. Deutsche up 1.2. And UBS up 1.2%. Not much in the way of highlights coming out of the US market, though. Uh, Brett still positive, uh, while the equal weight S&P outperformed cap-weighted index. Cyclicals amongst the best performers with banks, household durables, home builders, machinery, electricals, and multis uh, doing well. Energy also doing well. Uh, We did see uh, not much on the macro front. Uh, We did have uh, the latest uh, member of the Federal Reserve Committee, Chicago Fed President Goolsbee, was out and about having a speech at the Economic Club of Chicago. He said that the Fed needs to better understand where financial headwinds are going and that policymakers will need to gather further data and be careful about raising rates too aggressively. Some very insightful comments there from the newest member there. Big news last night, of course, was the International Monetary Fund uh, has uh, downgraded forecast, GDP forecasts for 2023. Uh, the global growth is now expected to be about 3% in, uh, that, uh, in five years from now. In the short term, the fund expects global growth to be around 2.8% this year, 3% in 2024, and 3% over the next five years, the lowest medium-term forecast for over 30 years. Interestingly, though, the World Bank actually upgraded uh, its growth forecasts yesterday, so there you go. Uh, The uh, IMF as well came out with um, some global financial stability reporting. Uh, They said banks are facing higher costs and losses on some assets, putting them in a more precarious situation Significant further tightening of lending is a risk to its 2.8% global growth forecast, uh, taking it to 2.5% or even 1% in a severe downside scenario. However, the uh, chief economist of the IMF said uh, central banks and financial authorities have shown that they have the tools to address pockets of instability. I think we're looking at you, uh, Silicon Valley Bank and Credit Suisse. So there we go. All right, well, not an awful lot else overseas. Bank of America clients, though, withdrew $3.5 billion from U.S. equities, uh, showing a bit of a lack of conviction there, despite the fact the U.S. market continues to grind higher. Sugar is at a seven-year high amid concerns about lack of deliverable supplies. Looking locally, not a lot of news locally, I have to say, this morning. Uh, the um, mineral energy, uh, mineral resources energy boss has left, Shelley Robertson. Uh, she's been uh, running the business for close to four years, that Minres Energy business. Uh, it is completing the full takeover of Norwest Energy. And it looks like uh, the uh, former chief executive of Norwest, uh, Shelley Robertson, is leaving. And we have seen a number of broker upgrades and downgrades. Goldman Sachs has upgraded South 32 and SGM, that's Sims. And Evolution Mining downgraded to underperform from neutral at Macquarie and downgraded to sell from underperform at CLSA. The big news yesterday, of course, was the Newcrest 
uh, revised bid from Newmont. Newmont shares were down 2.3% last night in the US. In another interesting move today, the Hearts and Minds Fund, HM1, which uses the best and brightest conviction ideas from the SOAN Hearts and Minds Conference, uh, has made its move into buying a couple of unlisted investments. Guzman and Gomez and Rockt, uh, both uh, quite substantial businesses. Uh, they now have 5.8% of their investment funds in those two unlisted businesses. Uh, Treasurer Jim Chalmers has been out and about today as well, says the Australian economy is expected to slow considerably later this year. Of course, we have the G7 finance ministers meeting in Washington, and uh, that is uh, on his way to Washington. As Chalmers said, the Treasury and the RBA still expected Australia to avoid a recession, although he warned the global economy was on an increasingly perilous path and would take a hit from that. Jim Chalmers also talked about China's shift on barley tariffs, saying that was welcome. He thought it was an important development. Obviously, it has repercussions potentially for wine and other exports from Australia. If we do get some tariff relief on barley, it could open the door to further tariff reliefs elsewhere. Treasury Wine Estates had a better day yesterday on the back of that. In some of the news just breaking for corporates, uh, Red 5 has completed a previously announced share purchase plan and it raised $10 million at 13.5 cents. Westgold has reported preliminary Q3 gold production, 61,000 ounces versus a quarter ago of 62,000 ounces. And Staverly Minerals has provided a drilling update at Thursday's Gosan project. Question of the day today, how far can this rally extend to? Certainly the M&A activity we've seen for the likes of Newcrest and Liontown has put the spotlight on the resource sector being somewhat cheap, especially in Aussie dollar terms. How far can we see this index push higher to? Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. And as always, may the trading gods be with you. (laughs) 